I'm Lauren. And I'm Ashley. And this, guys, is Nip Tuck Pod. We are your girl chat. We say the things you want to hear, the things that you're thinking but you don't want to say out loud. And we're all about being strong, aspirational women who basically don't give a... Uh, Lauren, anyway, if you want unfiltered chat, amazing beauty and product recommendations, then look no further, guys. This is the podcast where you will get all of the girly chat. I mean, the most important thing, Vicky, that I need to ask you is, did you get the, the scented poo bags? Because your poo bags were giving me anxiety. <laughs> Do you know what, I've got, I get sent so many ones from like amazing dog brands and stuff that oh, I actually- Oh, you? Yeah. You never had to buy any? No, I um, I haven't actually had to buy any. Like a couple times, potentially, I've probably gone on Amazon in a panic and be like, "Ah, bad dog man." <laughs> but no, predominantly, I get sent all these like eco-friendly ones and or like these like big massive black ones in bulk. Like I just use whatever is available because oh we've got the two, we've got the two now, mate. And like it's it it, it just never occurred to us that it's double the shit. <laughs> of course, <laughs> and that might be how I've done me backing. To be fair, constantly bending over. Bags. Say that again, me. I said I had visions of one of your acrylics going through a bag. <laughs> I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've accidentally touched poo. <laughs> that is what it is. It's, it's preparing you for motherhood, Vicky. It's what it that, is. Yeah, but then, so I think because Teddy's obviously like a little cava poo, isn't he? By the way, everybody, welcome back to part two. <laughs> um, Teddy's like a lovely little cava poo, isn't he? So I. Yeah. Um, imagine he has lovely little cava poos. <laughs> he does, <laughs> does actually. Yeah, does he? his little poos now, yeah. He goes twice a day, two or three times a day, but never in the garden, always mm. out on his walks. He's a very good little boy. Oh, he's such a gentleman. So Milo's very like that now, like yeah. absolutely will not go in the garden. It's considered like his space, like he wouldn't dare. Um, but well, now we've got Max, who obviously we're lucky if like we're lucky if we get him outside at the moment, bless him. Um, and they're they're I'm just constantly like picking up from they're like poo machines when they're little on. I bet you forget what they're like as puppies. They're such a lot of work, aren't they? You just, I think what you do is you romanticize it, Kel. And it must be the same thing women do in order to have another child. Like they yeah. block out the sleepless nights, the poonamis, the like the <laughs> agonizing child pain of childbirth. Because the thing I want to grow my family aren't so amazing now at two or three when they're starting to be slightly yeah. bad. So that's what we've done. Like we, I was like, I just romanticized the puppy process and dived straight in head first to getting Max. And now we've got him. I'm like, oh, I remember this shit show. I'm fucking knackered. <laughs> <laughs> I bet Milo loves having a little brother though, doesn't he? It's been touch and go. I'm going to be dead honest. So in my head, Cal, it was like, um, I thought it was going to be like, you know, you watch like Disney films like Fox and the Hound and like they have this yeah. unlikely friendship and they're rolling around together and everything's lush. And it it actually was not like that initially at all. So <laughs> when we first got them in, we had to drive to Wales to get Max from this rescue centre. Um, so many tears, so nice. Um, anyway, and so it was like a six hour drive back. And Max just splutted out in the back of the car, so happy to be warm and adopted and in a nice family and all the rest oh. of it. Milo sat up on his back legs, leaning back, and just stared at him for six hours. 
<laughs> it was awful, mate. And his expression couldn't say, who the fuck is this more if it tried? It was awful. <laughs> and I cried in the front seat to Erkan, like, what have I done to my baby? Is it going to be okay? And he was like, just give them fucking time. Give them time, man. Yeah. And now, I suppose we're about... We're about nearly a month in to be to having Max, which is completely flown. Um, and he's yeah, they're they're best. They're getting to be best friends. But oh, Max, they will. Yeah, Max does get on Milo's tits a little bit. Like he's constantly hanging yeah. off his ears. It's a good thing Milo's so patient. Yeah, yeah. No, that's good. You'd know by now if it wasn't going to work. Yeah, you would. And like, I can't take any credit. Like loads of people are in the DMs being like, Evie, how have you managed to make the two get on? And how have you done this? I've had to surrender one of mine and all this. And I'm like, listen, this. I know I'm heartbroken. Yeah, friend of mine just had to take a puppy back because her older dog lost like loads of weight and couldn't get his head around it. It happens. It does, babe. Yeah. And like, I think we got it, got Max at the right time because Milo is only, he'll be two in February. So he is still very much a puppy. So has the yeah. energy and the mindset to want to entertain Max's shithousery, you know? Whereas <laughs> if we got him much later, I think he would have started to be a bit cantankerous. Like, who's this in my space? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, it's so lovely though. Do you ever think of adding, adding to the family another one for Teddy or another friend? <laughs> I mean, no, yeah, I'm the <laughs> it. But to be yeah. honest, we live in an area where we're right opposite some woods and it's just mm-hmm. full of dog mums. I literally step out my house and sur- I'm surrounded by every doodle imaginable, like Bernadoodle, <laughs> Quackapoos, like every poodle breed. So Poodles will shag yeah. anything, won't they? Yeah, he's got... He's actually not really, he's got his favorite toy that he likes a little hump on, but that's about it. Um, but no, he's, yeah, he's got so many friends that actually he's, he doesn't, I don't ever feel, and we're home quite a lot as well. Like I go to the radio in the afternoon, but I'm pretty much home all morning doing my, unless I've got a shoot or something. Mm. And he's kind of got, you know, we're not working full time. If we were working full time, I'd be definitely considering, or if we traveled a lot, I'd definitely consider getting another one. But actually... Mm. Our lifestyle's quite chilled, to be honest. So he's got loads of company. Yeah, that's time period. of my life where I'm not traveling as much and I'm not working as much, so it's fine. <laughs> no, but you've got like, I always, I'm not like, this is no, I'm not blowing smoke up your ass, Cal. Like, we've worked together before. You know, I'm, I just really like you as a person. You're absolutely but I think I look at your career now and it just feels like you're, you've are you got this amazing balance and like it feels like you do work with really great brands and ones that like you genuinely, genuinely are a fan of. And mm. it just feels like you're very, I don't know, successful but content. Like that's life goals, mate. <laughs> well, I think I'm definitely not content because I think it's always good to have goals and always good to push yeah. yourself. So I'm always kind of... Um, not always coming up with ideas, but I don't, I'm, I'm not chasing loads of different things. Like yeah. I'm quite specific in what I want to do. And if I want something, I'll try and do everything I can to like make that, like manifest that and make that happen. Yeah. And it does become less and less as you get older. You, you know, I do spend, I have to be honest, I do spend 99.9% of the time saying no to things, you know, <laughs> because, I just, because I just think it's, you can waste a lot of time doing a lot of nonsense things that actually, you know, it's, it's just even things like, you know, do you want to go to an event tonight or do you want to stay in and cook a nice dinner and be with your husband? Like, you know, you've got to look at your life in a holistic way. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think there was a long time when I was very career driven and very focused on myself and very self-obsessed and 
very much about you know um everybody is when they on TV and, you know being in everything and you know flying to LA every month and just chasing 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 and and not to say that that wasn't a good thing because obviously I had the energy to do that and that's what I wanted to do but it did make other parts of my life suffer and ultimately it made me unhappy and I think that plays a huge part in your health and your lifestyle and how you feel about yourself and I look back on pictures of when I was like younger and I and I, you know I see this like skinny model person and I'm like she was really unhappy like she probably just got off a plane um like not in a happy relationship or just to death available to a relationship she was ending she was in and um and the, the the running on that anxiety and stress and adrenaline all the time is not good for you and no. I just think I'm, I'm definitely in a happier place I'm definitely a lot more I have a lot more structure to my life that's a lot to do with the radio that's a lot to do with my husband you know his personality um but that's also my choice to be with someone like that as well so I just think I make much more mature choices and it's not always about being number one in something being on telly all the time or you know I'm I'm happy to go away to come back again like it's not like I want to step completely out of the public eye you know I still like being on telly and I still like being on the radio but I'm just not um I just don't I think that anxiety the and desperation that has gone yeah. which yeah. I'm so grateful for like you get into your 40s you're like oh I can breathe like I don't feel the need to prove myself or people please anymore. So it's just, you're just in a different time. You're like, wow, you know, between 40 and 50, this is like, this is an amazing time where, you know, you can just own your body, love your body, feel good in your body. You know, you don't have to be a size zero. You don't, you know, but you can still feel fit and healthy and still be desirable to your husband, but, you know, not always be on a diet or not always... Be, be restricting yourself, yeah. Yeah, be kind, yeah, kind to yourself is what it's all about, really. And you know, it's it's so interesting that you say that, like, because I, I do, like, I look back at your pictures, mate, when you're on red carpets, and I, I often, you're incredible, but I've always thought you looked incredible. But it's funny that you say those skinniest moments of yours were probably not your happiest, because if you ever look back, if I look back at my skinniest pictures, I know I was miserable. I know, um, I've seen your posts. You're so yeah. honest about it on Instagram. I think that's why I think that's why so many women look up to you because you're really honest about those moments that, you know, you 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 know, you felt yep. I mean, you look amazing no matter what size you are, but ultimately, you know, you've got to be happy, haven't you? I was I went to an event the other night. I've not been out for ages, and I was at an event and I had a big coat on, it was freezing cold. And I walked the red carpet and the photographers were like, take your coat off. Fuck and off. Like, <laughs> and do you know what? Back in the day, I would have gone, okay. Woo! <laughs> I was just like, I've take my coat off. You take your coat off. It's yeah. minus five degrees. Like, I don't feel the need that I need to, you know, yeah. be that person. Like, it's such a nice space to be in. I can't tell you. Working with SlimFast is just um really helped me stay on track and mm -hmm. you know I don't want to let myself go I still want to be healthy and I still want to maintain a good weight and I just think there's things out there that if you do struggle with your weight or you do struggle to feel good there are there are products out there that can really help you stay on track that are, are healthy and nutrition and have a lot of nutrition and 
and you know you see them as a friend and someone you can kind of go to when you're feeling a bit of a wobble and it just yeah, yeah it just kind of keeps you where you need to be and you know I lost like two stone of weight with SimFast I mean I got a little bit too comfortable and I found myself the heaviest it happens fear it happens post lockdown in particular like I remember I ballooned up and like you know when life got back to normal and I had to go back yeah. on telly or back in a bikini I remember thinking oh Jesus Vicky you got a little bit too relaxed didn't you <laughs> you got a little yeah exactly and the thing is you know like you know when you feel on because you can feel unhappy skinny but you can also feel unhappy big as well so it's like you kind of need to find that balance don't you of actually like what is your I mean my I think my happy weight for me is when I feel good in my clothes good in my jeans and um so I lost about two stone originally on slim fast and now I use it as like a lifestyle tool so talk us through like your daily routine Kel what what sort of things to eat in that because you look great like fucking I could wish I had your figure so I, I'll probably, I'll wake up in the morning and I would do, like, it would be a complete swap. So instead of like egg on toast, mm-hmm. I would have like a cafe latte, slim fast shake, because that mm-hmm. gives all the nutrition and all the protein I need and actually more than like an egg on toast yeah. or a cereal. So yeah. that is the perfect way to kind of easily like swap out um, your breakfast. And then I would just have like a Buddha bowl of some rice and chicken at lunch. And then maybe like, I don't know, like a Greek lamb burger in the evening with like a side salad. And that's the way to kind of keep all your portions in control, keep your calorie count down. Mm-hmm. And it's just a simple food swap in the morning that can really just keep you on track. Yeah. And it does, it makes all the difference. And like, I wouldn't even miss me little crappy egg on toast if I was getting one of them lovely cafe latte things. So- they are so delicious. Honestly, the cafe latte in the morning is for me the easiest way to like stay on track because it's so delicious. and It's such a great way to start your day. Yeah, Simple food swaps are the way to go, aren't they? You just don't feel like you're missing out. Exactly. I mean, the, the key for me, and you'd know this working on the radio, because I know you've been doing some presenting on heart, that afternoon shift, that four till seven, oh, is when your blood sugar dips and you're like, get me a tea, get me a Snicker bar or get me something. And I'm like, oh, so sugar. Danger zone. that is my danger zone. Oh, do you know what though, Kel? What I love, like, um, I've done bits and pieces of Slim Fast over the years, like, and actually not even, you know, followed the program to the letter. But yeah. I just think, what I like about it is it's really convenient, mate. And like you say, you're a busy woman. You're here, there, and everywhere. It's nice to know. Do you know what I used to like? I used to like the little cheesy um, snacks. Yeah. Do you still do yeah. them? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were so nice. So yeah, I just like that. You can lash a couple of bits, little bars, little snacks, whatever it is, in your bag and go about your day and not worry about those like about those crashes because you know you're, you're sort of covered your back. Exactly. I think that's what it is. And I think it's such a myth to think some of these... Um, some of these products are not good for you. I think people think, oh, they're full of rubbish, they're full of sugar, they're full of this, they're full of that. And I really want to, you know, get that message out that actually sometimes it's more nutritional than what you're eating. I mean, I, I, I think I, I sat down with a nutritionist not that long ago. We did like a lovely open day where we were cooking and talking about food and talking about different habits and things we like, things we don't like. And a nutritionist says like, what's one of your favorite meals? And I said, I love sushi. And I think to me, that's a healthy meal. It's rice, it's it's fish. And she's like, do you know, there's more sugar and calories in one of those like bento boxes than there is a a McDonald's Happy Meal. I was blown away. So we think we know what we're doing a lot of the time. And we're doing Because of the marketing, because of, you know, what we, I don't know how we convince ourselves of this. But that sugar, that rice is like rolled in sugar. So... 
I was like, okay, well, I won't be doing those bento boxes again. But um, <laughs> but no, yeah. like it's it is great, mate. That like you found something that works for you because it's New Year, isn't it? And I think yeah, like everybody puts a lot of pressure on themselves to revolutionize their life totally you know like to be doing whether it's the dry jans or whether they're giving up meat or you know whether they're gonna just only drink green juices and give birth to avocados and do sunrise yogas we put so much pressure on stuff like to be this perfect person but I actually think like it's far more realistic and maintainable to just make like small changes that fit to your lifestyle and that's what slim fast is right yeah, and I think, and I think this is the other thing. I think people think, oh, well, how do you live on those shakes forever? You know, I've been on the Slim Fast plan for like coming up to five years, and uh, you know, I, I think a lot of people just think, oh, well, you can't live on shakes forever, and it's like, no, like you eat food, but you know, it has to be within your calorie count for the day, so you, yeah. you know, you're not absorbing too many calories. And Slim Fast have the most amazing cookbook. So, like a typical day for me would be like maybe. A cafe latte. I'm not really a massive breakfast fan anyway, to be honest. I don't get super hungry in the morning. So I I'm have the same, mate. Yeah, I'm about till about 11. Yeah, 11, 12. There's like no yeah. filling as I'm a gannet. But like prior to that, I'm just a bit like, oh, I could take or leave it. So the shakes would be good for me. So the shakes are good because you're getting all yeah. your nutrition. And then come lunchtime, you're not going, I'm starving, I'm starving. Yeah. And then reaching for like everything. Everything, so yeah. That's the edge off. So I'll start with the cafe latte shake. Then I'll just do like a nice little bit of bar with like, well, actually, I've just made some. I've just made some like um, homemade hummus. I did some like lovely lentils, spicy lentils. You're such a foodie. I forget that about you, Kel, aren't you? Yeah, I've spent two hours cooking before I've come on here. That's the other thing. You've just got to like plan ahead. And and then tonight I'll just do like a nice little bolognese, but also portion control because I make such nice food. It's just (laughs) just having one bowl. I just like... Oh, no, no, no. No, I totally get it. I love food. So it's not like I want to cut food out, but I just want healthy, nutritious food, portion control, stay within my calorie count and just make sure I like a lot of plant-based foods, to be honest. Do you, mate? You see, I kind of get away with none of that shite. And I'm so sorry to anybody who is, and I know it's like, I should be more open-minded, but like being with her cans made us terrible. I was always a big meat and meat and fish eater um but now he like obviously turkish cypriot like he yeah. if i make him like avocado on toast with a poached egg or something like you'll nip off to the fridge and just get two slices of ham and put it down next to it he doesn't think it's a meal without meat it's so bad oh, yeah oh, i love turkish food my favorite have you had a turkish breakfast it's like a thousand different like bowls it's like honey and feta and like poached oh, eggs and like it's just everything it's like the biggest spread of food you've ever seen sounds like a bit of me <laughs> I know. I'm to make you one oh that fun chance will be a fine thing he's very good at, he's very good at clearing up like he's a bit of a clean freak he loves a neat house whereas i'm very messy but so i do the cooking and he does the cleaning what's oh, what's perfect. the what's the split in your house um jeremy's yeah he's definitely he actually he cooks me dinner every night because i'm at the radio so because oh. um, we don't like to eat too late like when i i know this is i'm really spoiled when i get home like dinner is literally on the table they'll be like how long in the cab and i'll be like 20 minutes and he'll be like put the salmon in or put the rice on or something um so he does the dinner every night so i cook like all the lunches or like today i've done a bolognese so he'll just heat that up yeah. Um, and then uh, he's pretty clean to be honest he's pretty clean oh yeah. mate he just he sounds like cleaning. I find it quite therapeutic cleaning yeah it sounds like he's all living the dream and he's have settled into married life really nicely 
I do you know what it it's taken me quite a few years and I think as you get older you just make wiser choices don't you so you know I definitely had my fun times dating and whatever but I, I was I was ready to meet someone that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with and yeah it's it's definitely just been absolutely brilliant like I just, that's just everything I think just getting to know someone that's nice and you know with Erkan you've got a beautiful guy there it's just it's so nice. No, like, oh, God, I can relax now. <laughs> and, and you can finally breathe. And I think when you do, and I, I'm never an advocate for like, oh, you've got to fall in love with someone else to fall in love with yourself. I think that's not what I'm trying to say here. But what I will say is it makes it really easy to accept your authentic self and all your warts and everything else when someone yeah. else just really loves you for you as well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I suffer a lot from working class guilt, so... There is a lot of that that comes comes you know into my head a lot you know even like well, you can tell from your work heading or anything yeah. like that even getting a cab to work like you know whenever I I just always think oh you know I shouldn't be doing this and I think well why you know I work yeah. hard and I do you know I should you know I deserve it like I yeah. did, I have to tell myself no you deserve it you, yeah. that's what you want that's what you should have and it's very hard to like to think you deserve stuff like. You know, you ain't, you grow up and the people are like, who do you think you are? Or like, you're always, you know, my mom's like, I don't want you to be spoiled, you know, stay down to earth. And yeah, yeah. it gets like, no, actually, I do deserve to be treated well and I do deserve nice things. And I you think do deserve this lovely man. Yeah, you do. You, do. you have to tell yourself that. Otherwise, you'll always settle for less and that's not good. I think we did a lot of that, mate, in my 20s. <laughs> oh, yes. I think we did a lot of that. <laughs> I mean, you can, I, oh, God, honestly, I look back at some of mine and I think, what the fuck were you thinking, Vic? <laughs> do you know, but it's dead easy to do it when you're in when you're in your twenties and you are insecure and you are feeling yeah. like a bit like a fish out of water. You do make yeah. some, some bad decisions. No, definitely. But you look great. I mean, how are you feeling in yourself and your body and everything these days? All right, mate. I'm the same as you. Like, adv- absolutely advocate for balance. I just I want to uh, don't want to cut anything out particularly. I w- watch me portion control, same as you, lass, because I'm greedy, yeah. mate, like proper. Um, it does help having the two dogs, like two Labradors. They're just like little dustbins, so I never get a full meal anymore. If I'm <laughs> honest with you. I just fucking sit there, look, look, I get the puppy dog eyes, and I think, go on, then have a bit. So yeah, you used to do a lot of boot camps, didn't you? And I just yeah. and- you still like doing that or do you, I mean, I, for me, I like just walking my dog a couple of hours a day and that's my exercise. I don't do the gym, you know, maybe I'll do a Pilates class every now and again, no. but really it's stretching at home and walking my dog at the moment. Yeah. Well, I saw with you on the dog walk and like a couple of years ago, I think it was, you know, after lockdown, mate, when I was telling you, I gained that bit of weight and everything. And like, I wasn't in a mad rush to lose it or anything. I just thought, shit, what, what, what this body has got me through a pandemic. Like I'll be kind to it and it'll drop off when it does. But I, come off me contraception because I was losing the plot Kel it was awful I'd been on that implant for like 15 years oh wow I know and my hormones are just all over the place so I came off that and then we got Milo and I just found that me like I just lost the weight I gained and then also got this real nice balance so I just try and eat to kind of like to stay this way so I'm not dead skinny I'm not like in a place where I'm uncomfortable with my size I'm just dead normal and happy like and yeah I think balance is the key isn't it girl I think so. I think so. I think we can focus too much on something. I look back at videos and I'm weight training in the gym and I'm thinking, yeah. oh, I'm sweating you. Listen, honestly. Afterwards. Yeah. Let me tell you, right? I used to do, so if I had a shoot, this is horribly toxic and problematic. I used to do something called water depletion. So I would drink, oh. I would drink like 
two litres of water one day, then three litres of water the next, then four litres of water, then five litres of water, up to seven litres of water, right, one day. And yeah. anyone who's ever drank that amount of water in one day will tell you, you just feel like a hot water bottle. I could hear it like sloshing around inside of us. I could oh barely move. What and then you... Then the next day you work, so your body's weighing all the time to get rid of this water. Then you start cutting it back. So you go six, five, four, three, two, all the way down to just one liter of water a day. And then the final day, the day of your shoot, you're just sipping, but your body's still weighing as if you're having to get rid of everything. So you go really, you go really flat stomach. Like you're, you're essentially dehydrated. I used to do stuff like that to myself. For shoots, yeah. well, how did you learn that? From, it's a bodybuilder thing. It's a bodybuilder oh, thing, Cal. Yeah. Uh, honestly, I look back at the stupid stuff I did and I'm absolutely traumatized at how problematic my behavior was. But it was the it was the unhealthy culture back then, wasn't it? Like we were obsessed yeah, with this idea of size so, It is. It's really toxic. And um, I just think I, I'm just all about, you know, putting stuff in my body, not taking it out. <laughs> so what's going in has to be nutritional. You know, it has yeah. to have a lot of nutrition in. Because, I, you know, I want nice skin and nice hair and nice nails and um, I want energy and I want to feel good. Yeah. So um, anything that I'm, you know, re- depleting or cutting out, I just think, you know, your body's craving something for a reason, yeah. whether it's water, whether it's protein, whether it's carbs, like you need all this stuff. I think yeah. if I don't have carbs at lunch, oh my God, I'm horrible to be around in the afternoon. My blood sugar plummets. Oh so yeah, I've got to have carbs. I've got something, whether it's like a slim fast, like little you know, a little snack or a little shake or something yeah. um, I can reach and have just to keep, you know, to keep my, just to keep me nice to be around. <laughs> yeah, that's it, mate, because I get hungry. Yeah. Well, it's so, I think it's so lovely that women have got someone like you, mate, who is beautiful, gorgeous, content in their own skin, like healthy, happy, and promoting something like this, you know, balance, slim fast, haven't eaten on the go all that sort of stuff so I just want to say well done to you really oh thank you no it's really important to me I I, you know I always want to align myself with things I really believe in and I think you know when when I was kind of educated on like what slim fast is and what's in the product I was shocked I was like oh I just thought it was like you know drinks that you have you drop a load of weight and but it's not sustainable so I think incorporating you know low calorie meals incorporating the snacks incorporating the shakes you know it's it's, it's definitely, you know, a lifestyle. It's not just like, you know, a quick fix. And I think that's really important. Um, but ultimately, it comes from what's up here. You've got to yeah. be happy in yourself, ultimately. We know that. <laughs> and also just show yourself a little kindness, you know. Jesus Christ, life can be hard sometimes. So yeah. if you do want a little glass of wine on a Friday night or, you know, a little cheeky takeaway here or there, treat yourself. Definitely. It's all about moderation, isn't it? 110% girl. But before I let you go, because I know you're busy, I imagine you're rushing off soon to get on the radio. I wanted to ask, um, so the Vicky Patterson Secret 2, we always ask our gorgeous gorgeous guests to give our lovely listeners a couple pearls of wisdom. And based on everything we've said, Kel, it just feels obvious to me that your secret should be um, what? how do you feel happy with your body? So um, what, what are your top tips, mate, for women out okay. there? So my top tip is, you know, you've got to just have a real holistic approach to your life. Don't fo- raise a focus on one thing. Yeah. You know, it's about being happy in your own skin, but also being confident, surrounding yourself with great people and just cutting out anything toxic or yes. anything that doesn't make you feel good. Um, I know that's <laughs> easier said than done, but honestly, you just don't, there's no time to be given to things that are not benefiting you. So just cut the fat. Just get rid. 
Anything that doesn't smell, just get rid. Yeah, not to waste, Vicky. No, it's such good advice, me. Dots to walk, radio shows to host, and podcasts to make. We haven't got time for the toxic. Yeah, we're fucking busy. We want only things that set our soul on fire and bring us peace. Thank you. Exactly. (laughs) Oh, mate, I'm so congratulations on the beautiful wedding and the gorgeous. Oh, I can't wait to see yours. It's going to be amazing. Oh no, no, you've got to enjoy it. Just really enjoy it. Don't get stressed, and just make sure you've got the best wedding planner. That's the best advice. She's she is absolutely class, but you're wasting your breath telling us not to get stressed. I'm stressed already. Oh, I know. But oh my God, you've got such an amazing journey ahead of you. Like, honestly, soak up every moment of it. It's honestly, for someone that never thought they were going to get married, it's honestly the best thing I've ever done. It was absolutely magic. You'll be you'll be on cloud nine. It's so wonderful. Oh, I'm so happy for you, Kelly. You deserve this. You deserve this. <laughs> oh, I can't wait to see yours. Lots of love, Vic. Thanks, babe. Take care. Take care. Bye-bye.